What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Kale Marker Podcast. This is Kale Marker, and I want to share some things with you guys. Uh, we are launched, we have launched our Facebook group, and I want to invite you guys to come join the conversations. It's exclusive content just for the Facebook group as we build this online community within Facebook. So uh, add me on Facebook, it's Kale Marker, and I will put the link to the Facebook group in the show notes. So make sure that you see the show notes, you can click the link and join the Facebook group there. Uh, also, every Monday, uh, Heath and I are doing a Instagram live at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I invite you guys to join in on that. We answering questions. So if you go to kalemarkerpodcast.com slash questions, you can submit a question there and we you might see it up on the Instagram live at 7.30. So I encourage you guys to hop on with that. It'll be a lot of fun. And what else do I have going on? Oh yeah. Uh, if you are interested in beta testing the GAP5 journal, uh, please go to my Instagram, KLJ Marker, send me a DM and say, hey man, let me try that journal of yours. And I would love to get some feedback. So we're, we're almost wrapping up the beta testers. So we only got a few more left. Uh, anyways, and this is, what is it? August 26, 2020. And so without further ado, uh, two dudes, uh, went hiking with them out in Colorado from Dayton, awesome musicians, uh, changing the game, bringing entrepreneurship, bringing fire, bringing awesome live events, crazy thinking and thought processes all to benefit uh, their music and benefit the listeners that listen to their music. Uh, This is Crystal Grid, Cody Christensen, and Jared Wise. Uh, This was a fun conversation. It just wasn't long enough. I can't wait to have them back on the show so we can do this again sometime. So ladies and gentlemen and anybody else who's listening, cats, dogs, rats, whatever, (laughs) bad joke. Uh, Anyways, enjoy this episode. There we are. What's up, fellas? What's up? What's up? How you doing? Oh, dude, I'm good. I miss you guys. I'm just like, I don't know if I miss you guys, really. I just miss the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. What do you think about that hike, man? Now that you've had a, a couple, or you've had one week to reflect on it. Um, I thought it was too easy. I thought you guys uh, needed to pick up your slack. <laughs> oh, man. You know, keep up a little bit. Uh, no, but it was funny because I told the story. I was telling somebody the story. I was like, I've, I've never been out there hiking in the dark. I've never been out there in the morning. Never been on this trail, and they put me out in front. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay, just go fast so you can't be scared, so they don't know that you're scared. So no animals can get you. Because I was inside, man. I was freaking out, man. I was freaking out. I was like, uh, there's moose out here. There's cougars. They put me out in front. They're like, oh, well, if somebody's going to get eaten, it's going to be the guy out in front. Dude, well, I'm glad you finally picked up on the strategic move. It was, uh, we knew that there was a lot of bull moose activity, so, so we wanted you to take yeah. the lead if we needed to turn around and run. We uh we were already a couple steps ahead. Yeah, we're a couple well, steps ahead. I mean, I, I definitely knew that right away. We're like, oh, you're gonna lead. I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, that's part of the process. No, but I, uh, I was telling Jared, I'm like, man, that just makes me want to move out there so much. Like, it, you feel at home on the mountains. You feel good. Like, uh, hiking with you guys. You know, uh, spending some dude time and having some conversations. For me, guys, like when you are, when I am moving I, I don't know if this is the same for you but when i'm moving and i'm outside like what's going on in my head is all good stuff for the most part like i'm positive about myself i got ideas coming left and right i'm getting inspired like what more could you ask for i mean this day shape so i just really appreciate you guys taking me on that hike and then i also appreciate that we got to create this opportunity out of that and uh seeing what else is possible so i appreciate you guys you guys just hit another one apparently you cody i don't know if jerry went with you on that one or not yeah, so yesterday, Kaylee and I, um, so my girlfriend and I, we hit our 22nd 14er together, um, but yesterday was, it was 11 miles, uh, two 14ers, one 13er with a class three uh, traverse in between one of the 14ers and the 13ers, which was great. Uh, so my girlfriend and I, there, there's 58 total 14ers in Colorado, and, and Kaylee and I have accomplished and, and successfully summited 22 of them. Um, so one of our one of our lifelong goals is to is to summit all 58 together. Uh, so it was cool to tack a, another one on board. But diving into to what you mentioned about that that self reflection period. So yesterday we were on the trail uh, just before five, in the first hour and a half of that hike, uh, there was so much available time for self reflection and for. Uh, I, I mean, it's, a, it's essentially active meditation. 
uh, in the most beautiful scenery possible. Uh, and so personally, that's why I've, I've always been drawn to hiking. I think yesterday was my, um, that was my 34th peak above 12,000 feet. Um, so I'm just going to keep that number climbing. Um, I, I don't necessarily have an overall goal for uh, summits over 12,000 feet, 100, 150, 200. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just going to let that, that number keep climbing as much as possible. Yeah. But there's, uh, but there's a from, artistic. I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no, no. And I, I was actually, I was, I was about to, to dive into that. So uh, it, it is unbelievably inspiring for the creative process for not only uh, and, and I don't look at the creative process just for just from a musical perspective or, or an artistic perspective. Like I look at it from an entrepreneurial, from a health and wellness, just from an overall, how can I be creative with my own self growth in the way that I live my life and how it, it's essentially how can I how can I paint my life in the most positive and beneficial way possible. Uh, and the, the mountains have inspired my creative process for the past, um, man, for the past eight years. Uh, so it, it's a it's a huge core component. Um, and we had talked about this while we were hiking last week uh, a little bit. And so I, I'd moved to Colorado in 2012, lived there for five years. I was fully immersed in in the mountains, and they they truly became a, a core part of my identity. And um, Living in Dayton was, that was the, the eye-opening experience for me to look inwards and, and realize, wow, I, I need mountains in my life. Like they, they truly have intertwined themselves within my personality, within my goals. Um, and there, there's something, there's truly something special about them, man. And obviously the mountains aren't for everyone. Colorado isn't for everyone. Uh, but for, for the people that, that do find that excitement and that inspiration like it it just becomes it becomes a necessity it really does yeah, absolutely so 2020 well first of all you guys just moved out there right Probably, i don't know how long has it been a year a year a little um, over a year and, and then and then 2020 happens right uh, all of what it happens so and you mentioned entrepreneurship and you mentioned uh music and so for some of the people who don't don't know who you guys are crystal grid um, I was going to put your guys Instagram handle on there, but I don't know what it was specifically, but anyways, um, we'll talk about that later. What, what have, what has 2020 taught you guys as artists, as people? Um, obviously you have to have some adaptability, some flexibility. How are you guys adapting? How are you being flexible? Are you being flexible? Just kind of give me the 2020 lowdown of like expectations of 2020 versus reality 2020 and, and what's probably like not like the doom and gloom cider but what's got you excited what what have you realized through 2020 that's got you more excited or more focused because we were talking about mountain you guys are just like hey we got to take advantage of the opportunity and you guys are those types of people the people i want to surround myself with let's say eh, it is what it is what are we going to do now and so just kind of uh, elaborate a little bit on uh, some shifts you've made some realizations you might have had through this 2020 process Go for it. Yeah. So at least in, in my mind, um, the theme of 2020 is diversify. Um, so when we moved out here, we had a very specific mission. We were going to basically attack the, the music market in Denver and play as many shows as possible, get in front of as many people as possible and, and show them what Crystal Grid is about. And, uh, obviously we, uh, Actually, so we, we did play a couple shows this year. We went back to Ohio um, and we did a, a little two show stint back in Ohio uh, at the end of February. And then as soon as we came back, that's when, you know, all the shit hit the fan and everything got locked down. And um, so that's, that's kind of like when, when all the shit, obviously in the whole world, that's when the shift started happening. But um, it, it definitely changed our plan and so we had to, we had to think about what we wanted to do because we still have a mission, right? Um, we still want to become full-time musicians still. That's still the dream. Um, but the avenue of Crystal Grid 
um, at least in the, the um, how we were going to go about it and our initial move out here that, you know, it had to change. So we decided that diversifying like the income streams would be the, the best viable option. And so we started to create side projects. And um, so Cody had, he, you got, you okay about talking about yeah. your job? So Cody yeah. got uh, furloughed for a couple months and that's when like all the ideas started flowing and um, Cody started a side project called Summit One and I'll, I'll let you talk all about that. But, um, and then we, we decided to create a couple other side projects in um, ambient and meditation music. So we've, we've got a couple different avenues where we're, we're uh, creating different styles of music, um, music as a product, um, trying to get those Spotify streams and whatnot. So if you want to talk about some of the one and what you've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Jared was 100% correct on, on our, we had a very singular mission and a singular vision. And then, and then 2020 happened. Uh, and so for the, for the quarantine, uh, my, it, it, it was it was that paradigm shift because we we had just got done playing those two shows in Ohio. We were ready to come back to Denver and can continue to hone in the set and play that set as much as possible. Um, boom, quarantine happened, and I really I I don't necessarily remember even having like a day or a couple days of negativity. Like it was just that initial switch of um, at, at least for me. I saw the, the quarantine as an opportunity to be in total control of my time. Uh, so initially, uh, the business that I worked for uh, shut down for, for two weeks. And, and I, I wasn't actually furloughed. Um, we, we just couldn't work. Okay. Just because the, the business couldn't legally operate. Um, and so I, I was looking back through my journals and there was, <laughs> it was, it was sometime in March and it was like, all right, man, you have two full weeks where you have total control of your time. What are you going to do with it? And that two weeks turned into three months. Uh, and so I looked at it from the lens of optimization, diversification, and then monetization. So looking at it from optimization, it was how, how can I be as healthy as possible and, and have my body and my mental capacity run at the highest RPM levels absolutely possible. And so it was uh, dialing in a specific diet, dialing in an intense workout plan, working on meditation, uh, and, and trying to combine all of those uh, with the overall objective of being able to be as productive as possible. So being able to wake up at 3.34, 4.35 in the morning and just hustle all day on, and, and, what, and from a time management perspective, how, how can I utilize every second of my day to, to make moves? Um, and then that leads to diversification. So with Crystal Grid, we, we, could, we could have had, we could have spent those three months uh, creating an album. Um, like that could have, there, there's a hundred different possibilities and avenues that we could have taken, but uh, we decided to, to launch several side projects because leading to that third and final piece, it's monetization. It's how, how can you move from the creation process, one, create your art, but then two, sell your art. How can you figure out ways to, to monetize the art that you're creating? Um, and, and so the, the three months during quarantine, I, they were arguably one of the, the best three month section, the best season I've ever had in my entire life. It, it truly was, truly was. I, I was working 14 to 18 hour days. Uh, it's probably the, the healthiest I've ever been. It's some of the best art uh, that I've ever created. And as far as self-reflection and learning about my personal process, my, my body, my energy levels, uh, it was, it was like a three month science experiment for, for optimization, which, which of course leads to artisticness and entrepreneurship and all those different avenues. So, um, I, I know a lot of people have a pretty negative perspective on 2020 and, and a lot of people were negatively affected by 2020 and, and 
I, I, I 100% understand that, but I, uh, for me personally in, in my life, it, it was just one of the grandest opportunities to, to spend my time how I wanted to spend my time. And I think that's the luxury that a lot of people, uh, obviously for those high school seniors, those college athletes, people who've lost their job, it's a lot of shit happening. Um, and then it's like, how do you take that pile of shit and turn it into something? And then there's the opposite side is like, hey, my life hasn't really been impacted as far as like, I'm safe, I'm secure, I can pay my bills, I'm good. Now what am I gonna create from that? I, I think I just admire those people who go after it and say, okay, what's important now? What can I do now? It's kind of interesting though, because it may be counterintuitive to me or not counterintuitive to me, but in my mind, people in the industry that you guys are in doing the music that you guys are doing, right? Music industry, uh, you know, electric music shows, it seems that healthy, diet workout and meditation those seem like the complete opposite of what's going on in that type of industry so where does the inspiration obviously i know from a productivity and from a body but what 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 did you guys get in your mind and say this is what we have to do we can't focus on you know getting shit-faced and partying and all that lifestyle maybe you guys do i don't know but we've got to focus on this because that's what's going to make our product the best and then the second part of that question the first part of the question what is your product? What makes you guys Crystal Grid so unique? I've seen you guys live on as fuck, man. It's so fun. Um, but what 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 makes you guys unique as Crystal Grid? Uh, obviously, you can't do shows right now, but what makes you guys unique on top of diet, meditation, and workout being a priority in your life? That's a big question. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what makes Crystal Grid unique is we we combine live instrumentation on top of a traditional DJ set. So our, our set is basically structured the same way as any, any other DJ set would be, but we add live saxophone and live drums over top of the music. So when someone comes to see our performance, it's more like seeing a band rather than just watching a DJ. Um, so there's a lot more interaction. There's also two of us. So there's more, there's more going on on the stage. Um, and we bring a lot of energy into our show and, and our, our show is very structured to, um, involve the crowd, get them engaged in, in everything that we're doing, uh, super high energy. And that's where the, the diet and human optimization comes in, um, Part of, part of our brand is bringing that energy. And if we are tired and, you know, gassed on stage and sweaty and gross, that's, that's not, we're, we're not giving it our best. So we decided um, that we were going to get in really good shape and, you know, use that to our advantage and let that be a part of our brand. Because there's, um, I mean, comparatively, there's, there's a lot of DJs that are pretty sedentary um, th that, you know, we just wanted to, we wanted to look a certain part and we wanted to give a certain performance and that's what it takes to do that. Like that, that level of fitness and, and being in that bodily shape. You got anything to add to that? Uh, yeah, well, going back to uniqueness. So the way that I think about it is, so it's that it's the, the modern day traditional DJ environment mixed with the classic rock live show element. Um, <laughs> having, having that, uh, that rock star crazy mentality on stage. And like Jared said, being able to go on there for an hour and, and dance around and be crazy and, and just have fun. Um, and one of my goals when I'm on stage is to be the, the most active person in the building. Like if I see somebody dancing, um, extremely hard in the crowd, I want to match their energy levels and then exceed their energy levels. I want to be going harder than, than anybody else there. Um, and of course there's that, that human optimization piece. And then uh, go, oh, essentially going back to, to the goals of, of climbing 58 mountains, we're currently training for, for a marathon. Um, at least for, for me, uh, without working out, without physical activity, like I, I would be crazy. I really would. Um, it's, that's, uh, it's arguably the most important part of my day. I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I literally don't know how, how I would be as a human being without, without working out. And 
Um, I think some of that comes from just the internal competitiveness for, for me to, to beat my own times, to lift more weight, to climb more mountains. Um, and, and so that's a, that's a daily drive and, uh, being able to infuse that characteristic and that, that mentality with art is, um, yeah, I, I, I suppose it's probably a, a unique, unique way of looking at it, but, but at the same time, it's, uh, it's, it's just a, a necessity and it, it, it just has to happen. Well, you guys got to, the, go ahead. I forgot to add the, the part where we're into mountain sports, so it helps to be in shape. So, you know, helps to be out of Colorado yeah. by the mountains too. <laughs> True. Yeah. Fair. Well, the interesting part for me as like an outsider looking in, like you guys are doing things that I just don't see a lot of, people in your industry doing one is the health piece two is like treating it like a business right like your, your mindset the branding the approach the strategy I, I remember uh, one conversation uh, uh, that we had was just about picking and choosing where you guys even play your shows um, and making sure that you know you guys are going in accordance to your thing and I'm, I'm just I'm curious it's like I'm a, I'm a behind the scenes guys. I want to know why you guys do what you do. Like, that's me. I'm a, I'm a geek. Like what, I, like, I just feel like you guys were in the back room, like strategizing one time, like, Hey, what's our approach is crystal grid. And what are we going to do as branding? And like, I just don't see that from a lot of people who are in this industry, like taking this shit seriously and having a lot of fun. Uh, before I get into that, like the energy part is like, yes, you guys bring the fucking energy, like being to your guys' show. is just fun. It's so fun. It's uh, I have to just throw that out there. But like, so you have this you have this entrepreneurship, you have this like brand and this personality of like health, and then you have the actual product of the music and stuff. It's like, where does that inspiration come from? And like, um, you know, what what are some of the conversations you guys had as like getting started? Like, and then where are you guys going? Where where is Crystal Grid going, especially now in twenty twenty? Wow, that was a lot of questions. <laughs> I'm excited, um, man. I feel like we're yeah. I feel like we got a time constraint. I got to ask all my questions. I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh shit. <laughs> which, which one to answer? Um, yeah. So I, I going back to like the strategy when we first started. So Cody and I both come from a marketing background. Um, I've started several businesses. I'm, I'm a little bit older than Cody. So I've, I've been around doing things a little longer. And um, so I, I have that experience of starting businesses, seeing them fail and starting them over again and seeing them fail again. So um I think, I mean, we, we had this collective dream, like we, we want to become full-time musicians. We, we want to perform. We want to, we want to put our art onto the world. And that, that comes with a, you know, with responsibility. And so knowing, just knowing what it takes to, to get to that pro level, you, you have to be serious about it. You have to have a plan. You have to treat it like a business because you, you're essentially creating a product and you're also providing a service or we're entertainers. So, and the most successful entertainers treat it like a business and their product is, you know, their, their entertainment or, or their music rather. And so that's, that's where all that comes from. And, and when we first, when we first sat down, we, and, and started strategizing what Crystal Grid was going to be and what it was going to look like in the brand and um, the vision we mapped all of this out in the beginning and we, and we knew exactly what we wanted to be and what we wanted to look like in the brand. Um, because that's what you do when you start a business, right? Like you, you have to know what your logo is going to be. You got to know, you know, your, your mission and vision and your core values and your mantras and whatnot. And so we, we actually built a, um, I think it was a six page business plan before we even released our first track uh, to the world. So, I mean, we, we've, we've had our shit together since day one and it's, it's mainly because we're, we're serious about it. We, this is something that we want to see happen. And those are the steps that it takes to, to make it happen. Yeah. Well, and it, it's organization. And then uh, once again, looking at the, artistic and creative process, not only from that music perspective, but from that entrepreneurial perspective. The fact that uh, a business plan was created before the first track was even released, like we looked at that business plan as a piece of art. You know, the, the branding, everything about the, the business is artistic. Business itself is artistic. And so 
just being able to to intertwine all of those together and, and like Jared said, it's also a necessity. Without without a strategy, without a brand, you don't you don't have a successful product. Uh, you have to learn how to be able to to sell your art. So that's uh, and and we both have fun thinking about business, um, especially from a marketing perspective. It's a I mean it's marketing is creative work, branding is creative work, operating a business is creative work. So uh, I I think us enjoying it is is a crucial aspect in. in as far as the the business of Crystal Grid, because there's probably a lot of musicians that really do not want to crunch numbers or think about marketing or think about branding, which I, I totally get. We're we're just fortunate enough to to be passionate about all of those different aspects. Awesome. So uh, you talked about Jared. You talked about a little bit of failures, right? You said start a business, fail a business, learn something, start a business, fail. What through this process since when? What year did you guys start? What year did you guys say, okay, this is official. We are Crystal Grid. How long has it been since you guys started that? Three years. Three years. All right. So along that process, what like you haven't? You probably had an expectation of what things were going to be like. Obviously, like we talked about earlier, with twenty twenty, you had an expectation. But already in this business, what what failures have you guys had that maybe you've grown from failures, learning experiences, whatever you guys want to label them as? What, what are some of those failures that you guys might have experienced? Or Jared, for you, like what are some of the things that you obviously learned outside of business that through those failures, you guys are here today doing the things you want to make the choice you had? Yeah. Um, so I think the, man, again, with the multiple question. Um, Should I keep it singular? Should I keep one focus? I mean, I have a one-track mind, so... And, <laughs> Now you're, getting, oh. now you're getting a, a peek inside of what's actually going on in my head. It's like this all damn day. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, as far as, we'll say, we'll say it, it wasn't necessarily a failure, but kind of like a, a realization. Um, because we, we saw some early success uh, within our first year, and it kind of blew our heads up a little bit. And we, we thought that, yeah, we got it. We, we did everything right. We're going to make it. Um, and then after that first year, we kind of plateaued for a while. And um, that, that was a huge, well, what I'm getting at is it, it takes work. It takes consistency and you, you can't give up. And I think that that's the biggest, the biggest thing that I've learned in this project because I, I thought because we had a really good brand and we, we had all the, the structure in the beginning and we, we had, we met the right people and we saw some really good success. Like we played um, two major music festivals in Ohio within our first year. And so we, we were like, yeah, we, we fucking got this. Like we're good. And that's not how the story played out. Like we, we've learned that we still have to put our time in like everybody else. We still have to grind it out you know, reach our 10,000 hours or what, like our mastery level of our craft and whatnot. And um, so that's been my biggest lesson through um, this whole journey, which has been different than starting other businesses in the past, because it's usually, um, it, there's, there's not so much at stake. Like we're, we're trying to become the 1% of musicians that reach a certain threshold or they become full time and they they have some success. And there's a lot of musicians that never reach that level. Whereas when you when you start a business like a co-working space in in uh, in the city of Dayton, Ohio, um, you're 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 already the first of of its kind. And it's success and failure. It, there's not there's not so much weight on that, right? It's not it's not somebody's dream to to create you know a co-working space or or a particular business it's more of just an avenue of of creation for some people um or uh, a way to make money or whatnot but but crystal grid is different in the fact that this is literally the, the dream that i've had since i was a kid and my life just presented um an opportunity uh and opened a window for me to to follow it and and try to see it through. Yeah, and I, I'm just gonna jump on there for 
for the failure piece, when you're, when you're pursuing something that you love, at least for me, the weight of failure, it, it just doesn't bother me because no matter what, no matter where I'm at in my life, like I'm writing music just because I love to write music. And so I, yeah. So from that failure perspective, if every, every time, let's say we, there's a loss of some sort, it's like, well, I'm still doing what I love. <laughs> so it, it's not that big of a deal. It's, it's learn, um, figure out what you did wrong and then continue to be better. But um, I, I'm grounded. I'm, I'm grounded in the sense that no matter what happens, like I'm always going to be a musician. I'm always going to create art. I'm always going to write music. Um, and I, I think that's, that's comforting to, to have in the back of your head when you're, when you're pursuing a project. And that's, that's probably, that's gotta be applicable to athletes. Obviously injuries are, are a different type of obstacle for athletes to, um, to deal with or entrepreneurs. If a business fails, then, Hey, this is what I do. I'm going to start another business. I'm going to start another project. Um, so looking at like failure is not the end all be all failure is just that learning opportunity to say, Oh, how do we do this better? And then leading into, um, your, your question about 2020 and, and moving forward, uh, that failure piece ties directly into it. It's how, how do you take a failure or um, how do you take a global pandemic and turn it into a win, an opportunity to diversify and pursue other options and um, take everything that you've learned in the past and, and compile it to, to continue to move forward. Um, uh, and with, so Jared was talking about earlier success. I just, a quick aside, we, we had a phenomenal team. We had a lot of, a lot of individuals uh, in, in Dayton that, that helped us with um, whether it be video content, the photography. Um, so that, that's Andrew White, that's Brandon Urig, um, Tony Basara being our manager and making those connections, getting us some, some pretty impactful shows. The entire passionate DJ crew for, for helping us uh, um, get launched into the, um, into their network. And, um, we, we had a lot of people, uh, in the beginning that, that really believed in the project and really helped push us forward. And, uh, one, we're extremely grateful for that. Uh, and two, that's, that's another unique aspect of, of Crystal Grid. I, we, we, we were surrounded by really positive, well-connected individuals that, that really helped us out. Um, but going, and I, I think one of your, one of your questions was, uh, I think the learning piece for moving forward in, in 2020, uh, one of our main cruxes for our strategy was we were waiting on some sort of external authority to pick up our project and propel us forward. And uh, that's not the way to do it. Um, there, you if you have to figure out a way to, to do it yourself, otherwise you're not free. And so the, at least for, for the overall goal of being a full-time musician, it's yes, how do you become a full-time musician? How are you also free? Because I want to be a full-time musician, but I also don't want anybody telling me to play a show that I don't want to play. Or I don't want, I don't want to have to be um, away from away from the mountains for, for, for something that I don't want to be at and how it's, how do you have that financial freedom and how do you have that control of your product project? And that's, uh, that goes back to that diversification, um, aspect. So shifting away from waiting on some sort of external authority to pick you up and move you forward, just erase that from your mindset and being able to say, okay, how am I picking myself up and moving forward? Um, and I, I think for, for me personally, that's, that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest aspect that uh, I, I've learned in, in 2020. Where's that, where's the, where does that mindset come from? Is that something that's cultivated through your 20s? Or is that something that's been, uh, because I, I think what you're touching on is actually, I, I take notes during all this. Yeah. One of the words I wrote down a while back uh, in this conversation was ownership. It's like when we were talking about 2020 at the beginning of this conversation, you guys have taken ownership. And I think, those who are taking ownership are finding success in 2020. And those who are not um, are waiting for that, that life raft. And what you're talking about right now is like, 
waiting for that external thing, but not realizing when you rely on that, that's, that's them telling you what to do and they have control, which in a sense is taking freedom. So, uh, which is huge. And that's, I think that's something that I'm learning right now in my late twenties. It's like, no one's here to save me. No one's here to, you know, help me. And at the same point, it's like, I don't really want them to. It doesn't yeah. feel good. It feels fake. It feels like I didn't earn it. Uh, I carry guilt about it and it happens on their time, not my time. And so yeah. it's like, I'm curious to know uh, for each of you individually is where does that sense of ownership was? Because for me, it's been cultivated through shit storms that I've been through. Uh, it wasn't necessarily brought, I wasn't brought up that way. So I'm just curious as to where does that ownership come from for you guys? Well, from the, the authority perspective, that came from Seth Godin's book, The Icarus Deception. <laughs> that, wasn't a, that wasn't a philosophy that, that we developed. That was, uh, that was a, a short chapter in, in one of Seth Godin's book that it was just one of those light bulb moments of, wow. And, and Seth Godin's such an amazing author. And, and at least for me, he's, his work just, just really, really clicks and, and digests well in, in the way that I think about things. But uh, I, the ownership aspect, um, and I, I always think about it as internal competition. Like, I like knowing, and we had talked about this on a hike. I, all, growing up, wrestling was my, my main sport. That was my uh, that was, that was essentially my job, um, growing up and, and being in high school. And there's those individual sports can, can really teach you. Um, like if I, if I lose a wrestling match, it's because the other guy beat me. And there's, there's a humbling that happens, um, within that experience. And I, I think that now, um, being in my, my mid I'm 26, being in my mid 20s, being able to reflect on my life and see how that mentality is played out. It's uh, there. There's a freedom in that ownership. I don't want to blame somebody else for something that happened to me. Like if I if I don't accomplish my goal, if I don't accomplish a weekly goal or a daily goal or a monthly goal, I want to be able to look at myself in the mirror and be like, hey, it's because you didn't do it. Um, similarly, if I if I accomplish something that I wanted to accomplish. I can look myself in the mirror and be like, hey, you did it, man. Um, and, and so I, that ownership aspect truly equals freedom. It's, it, it's freedom. thousand percent. Um, I think it was uh, basically like when, when in confrontation with people, I forget who said it, and I don't remember, but it's basically like when you're carrying the weight of somebody else's problems or you haven't forgiven, what am I trying to say? When you haven't forgiven the other person, you're carrying that around and they have the power over you. And it's the same thing that you're talking about is if you bring that in, that, that gives you freedom of choice over the circumstances that you're in, whether it's a, it's an argument with your girlfriend, your, your health goals, your music goals, your entrepreneurship goals or whatever. So that's, it's really, it's really huge to have that ownership. And I, one thing that I find fascinating about you guys, if you haven't figured this out yet, is not just the music. It's like, the entire approach to what you're doing, the mindset of what you guys are doing is what's most fascinating to me because it's just so, it's, it's, an, it's in a sense an anomaly to other people that are, again, in your industry. Um, so what I want to ask is a little bit more about the two of you and because you guys have a relationship, you guys have a business together. Uh, one is like, what's the day in the life? I know Cody, you've tried to account for every second. I don't know. I'm sure Jared's the same way, uh, just knowing a little bit about him. But Question number one, I'll keep it very singular focus for Jared, is what's a day in the life or a week in the life of Crystal Grid? And, and really thinking uh, from a fan's perspective, I'm asking that question. Like, what, what would your fans want to know, but they don't know? What's the behind the scenes that you kind of share about the, the grittiness? You already touched on, you know, putting in the work, you've already touched on the process is, is the thing, having some ownership. But what, from a fan's perspective, if I ask you, what's, what's behind the scenes of Crystal Grid? Do you guys argue to fight? Uh, I mean, not, not really. No, we, we, uh, yeah, no, we'll just leave it at that. But, um, so, so going back on, um, like the, the lifestyle and kind of the, the yeah, mindset. Um, so I, I forget where I got this from. It, it might've been from a book or whatnot. I've been, we've been reading a lot of books this year. Um, just devouring knowledge. But um, before I get into like the routine, 
really what what changed the mindset and, and basically this was I, I started adopting a, a different mindset about life right as I'm as I moved out here to Colorado because I knew that I I had to change. And like I said, I forget where this quote comes from, but um, essentially it's it, it goes and you have to become the person that's capable of achieving your dreams. And because you haven't achieved your dreams yet, you haven't become that person. So, so I took a look at my life and my goals and, and my dreams. And I said, well, what, what is it that I want? What is, what do I want for my life? And obviously I, I knew that I wanted to become a full-time musician and um, it, it basically go, go all in and try to try to do that to the best of my ability. But what, what other avenues can I be looking at? And I looked at my entire life. What, what are my routines? What am I doing? What are my destructive behaviors? Uh, what am I, what am I doing well? And I, I looked at it all from a 30,000 foot view and I started to rearrange things. And my, go my goal is to mold myself into the person that is capable of achieving my dreams. And once I reach that point, I know that that's when I've, I've optimized myself and um, have achieved everything that, that, I'm, that I set out to do. Um, so that, that, that kind of like folds into the routine. So um, uh, that's where waking up super early in the morning, um, you know, 5.30, 6, 6 a.m., um, getting your workout in, like the first thing, part of the day, um, eating healthier and then optimizing your time and, and what it is that you're doing throughout your entire day. Um, and then trying to get as, as good as sleep as possible. Like that, that's literally what, what my day looks like. Um, you know, fitting in, um, practice time, uh, producing music as, you know, as much as possible in the evenings. Um, yeah. I kind of butchered that, but <laughs> so where what do you, what do you got? So we're, we're talking about routine, the, the behind the scenes routine. Perfect. And so my, um, since businesses started opening back up, the, the company that I worked for started opening back up, it, it threw a wrench in my, my quarantine schedule, but I will, I will reference, I'm going to reference my, my quarantine schedule because moving forward that that is the schedule that that I would like to to 100% get back to um and Jerry, so step number one waking up super early um so the alarm is set for five but during quarantine I probably I woke up before five 80 80 to 85% of the of the of those days um, just out of pure excitement. So I, I remember I would roll over, I would look at the clock and it would be like 1.45 and it'd be like, okay, that's too ridiculous. I can't wake up now. But roll over again, 2.30, it's like, no, I can't do it. Uh, and then look, look, if the clock says 3.30, it's like, all right, it's go time. It, it's good enough. And the first thing that, that I would do is before looking at my phone, before looking at any emails, any socials, any messages, I would just throw my phone on the ground, not even look at it. I would just dive into a creative session because being an artist, that is the most critical time. That's when you're creating your product, your art. That's when you're, and, and I think there's, there's a really special time in between four and 6 a.m. for creative work. Um, you're, you're still, I would pour a cup of coffee and, just be able to dive into flow state without having any other distractions without i i would i would create a schedule for my day and i would only fill out that morning creative session and then at as at 6 a.m okay now it's how do i restructure my day and then it's exercise um and in between exercise breakfast and shower it's typically like a three hour period um, just being able to to get a full workout, full recovery session, and being able to eat a healthy, um, nutrition nutritious protein packs uh, breakfast, and then being able to shower, and then diving into the rest of my day. So I have, uh, and we we had talked about this a little bit on the hike. 
having your macro level goals and objectives listed out is important. No doubt, you need to be able to, to think and dream about what you want to accomplish. Um, but I like to, as far as diving into the nitty gritty, I like to look at my daily non-negotiables because I know that if I accomplish all of those daily non-negotiables every single day, well, in a month, I'm going to be better in every single aspect. Um, so for my, and I, I have a, a cool Fox planner that I, I've gone through several planners over the years and um, I found a Fox planner that, that really works well for, for the way that I like to, to structure my day and structure my life. But for the non-negotiables, um, one, it's, it's production session. So actually creating music, uh, play my saxophone, workouts, mindful eating, learning, uh, meditation, checking in on my finances, doing some financial organization, and there's one other one. <laughs> there's, it's super important. Yeah, yeah. Oh, content creation. And it's how, how, do I, how do I take a picture? Do I post an Instagram story? Just something, some sort of content creation. But I know that if I hit all eight of those every single day, I'm making moves. I'm making moves. So I, I can... I check in on my, on my macro level goals less often yeah. um, because those always exist. Those are always floating around. That, those are the goals that I daydream about. But if I'm always just sitting about the, the five-year plan, well, I, I'm not going to get there. So I really like to dive into that, that micro level perspective. And it's what am I going to do today so that I'm better tomorrow? And then if I'm better tomorrow, I'm better a week from now. And if I'm better a week from now, I'm better a month from now. Um, and so that, that's definitely how, how I like to look at it. Not, also, that's eight goals. That's eight wins. I, I get to finish the day and look at those check marks and be like, I just, I won eight times. Look yeah. at that. Like I'm, I'm making moves. Um, and, then, uh, and then towards the end of the night, being able, to, uh, being able to put the phone away, shut off, hang out with my girlfriend and, and relax. Um, that, that's also a, that additional uh, important aspect. Um, so I, I kind of jumped all over the place there, but in, in my ideal life, my ideal schedule, that's, that's how my day is structured. I think yeah. that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> what he said. What he said. What he said. Yeah. Follow that. That's hilarious. Well, I think it's, I think it's exactly, if you put those two together, Jared, because it's like, who do I want to become? And I think, Cody, what you're saying there is like, here are my eight non-negotiable steps that I'm doing. And I know I'm making progress if I'm hitting these, but, or not, but, and these are the things that I want to be doing anyways. So, I mean, it's a win-win, right? How do I structure my life? And so it seems this like great um, way of reflecting like, hey, what do I want? Stepping back 30 foot, 30,000 foot view, taking myself out of the situation for a minute, looking at what I can do. And then what can I do on a daily basis that I want to enjoy and I know it's going to progress me towards these macro goals. So I think that's, I think that's great. I, I, uh, I love that so much. As we kind of wrap up here, what is Crystal Grid up to and how can the, the people get involved with you guys, uh, whether that's signing up for an email newsletter, uh, following you on YouTube, Instagram. Uh, so tell me what you guys are up to next or that people can get involved with uh, and then how they get involved. Yeah, so as of today, Friday, August 21st, we have a brand new track dropping with uh, our homies, Chris Saro and Seth Sky. The track name is Fighting With Fire. So whenever this podcast is released, definitely go check out that tune. Um, we're, we're really excited to, to finally launch that one. Um, but overall, just connect with us on socials. Connect with us on socials from our Crystal Grid page, but then also connect with our personal pages as well. Because we're, we're both working on side hustles and and building our our personal brands so make sure to connect with us as individuals connect with us as crystal grid and continue to watch uh, everything that we're doing because we're once again we're, we're expanding our creative and entrepreneurial work towards several different niches like jared said the meditation meditation ambient music if that's for you like we we have it um, I started Summit One, a, a lo-fi project. If you like chill, instrumental beats, boom, we have something for you. If you like Rage in the Dub set, we got you covered. Uh, so so connect, connect with us and uh, just check out what we're doing. And if what we're doing is appealing to you and you enjoy it, follow us. Follow us, hit us up, hit us up on the DMs and uh, we'd love to talk and 
especially now that we're moving towards the um, the holistic artistic living aspect um, for people to have questions about how we're how we're accomplishing our goals how we're running marathons climbing mountains um, hit us up because we're we're learning the process as we go and and we've we have some wins we have some losses like talk to us and, and sh share your ideas we uh, we'd love to learn from you as well i love it we're uh so uh crystal grid is on the the, the layout there what are you guys' personal instagrams that's where you guys connect right yeah uh mine's at cody underscore christensen but then we also have we tag our personal um, instagram pages into into our pictures um okay. so you can just tap on a crystal grid picture as well Boom. People can find it. The smart people that are listening to this, the million people. Uh, as far as like summing up everything else, um, what would be one piece of advice or, you know, to a young entrepreneur, to a young artist, somebody who's, who's starting, how do we put a pretty bow on all this? What would be your one thing? You got one line to share with everybody. What, what would you share? Mine will probably be different than yours. There you go. Yeah. So, um, whole holistic picture here it's never too late to follow your dreams mm. and and i feel like i'm a i'm a testament to to that statement um obviously i'm i'm still young but i'm not the youngest um and i i gave up on my dream to go to college because i thought i needed to to make money um that i needed to to you know become the status quo um a lot of parents uh, parental guidance led me that way um, and I and I gave up on my passion for a decade um, but the universe said no dude like you gotta you gotta keep going like that's that's what you want to be and that's what you want to do so yeah that's that's my piece of advice never gets old I love that piece of advice it's such a great reminder wake up in the morning and be like, keep going buddy. keep going yeah what about you Cody yeah, so the, my one-liner is never stop climbing. And so whether that's literal or metaphorical mountains, never stop climbing, never stop hustling. And when you lose, don't even care. Learn, learn, because um, you're, you're going to win. You're going to win eventually. Um, and you're, you're probably potentially going to lose more than you win. So start finding joy in, in that losing process and, and don't, don't think about it as, as a failure. Think about it as... You took your shot, you missed the shot, well, gear up and take another shot. Um, so just never stop hustling, never stop, never stop grinding. Um, when I think back to, so I, I've been producing music for almost six years at this point. I started, I started when I was 20, I could have done it for a year or two years um, and just stopped. You know, it, it takes a, it, it just takes a long time to develop your craft and develop your sound and, um, just never stop climbing. I love it. You guys are awesome. Uh, until we can do this again, friends, both the climbing and the podcast, I appreciate you guys coming on. I, I honestly, I'm, I wish we had more time. I wish we could do this in person. I wish we had, you know, the big podcast for you, but we're doing the best we can. So I appreciate you guys coming on. Appreciate you dropping some knowledge and throwing out some crazy questions. You guys, you guys did a great job. So until next time, friends, thank you so much. Hey, thank yeah. you, Cal. Thanks, Cal.